B-Pod Studios. Video games. Yes, you can! Comic books. Nothing is impossible. Sci-fi. Just anime. Do it! If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. What are you waiting for? This is Nerd Radio. Make your dreams come true! Welcome to this week's Nerd Radio, where we get your podcast as part of the B-Pod Studios Network and all over your social media and YouTube at Nerd Radio 101. My name is Chuck Bean. I am joined by Mr. Alpeck. In studio. In studio. And uh, we are joined technically in studio. I mean, if you watch us on Twitch, you can see him. Uh, but I'm on camera for sure. You can see that hunky face right there staring back at you through those... Awesome, very cool, hip shades. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, joining us uh, via the internet for this week is uh, Mr. James Campbell. James, uh, first of all, happy birthday. I know your birthday was this past weekend. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. And yeah, uh, I started uh, 38 with uh, the little poison ivy. Right. Well, that's what I wanted to say. Whoever got you poison ivy for your birthday, I'm, I'm guessing they're off the list. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I never really had a list to begin with, so... But, uh, yeah, if somebody did give me poison ivy, how dare you? How dare, dare you? How dare you? Yeah, you're off to a rough start for uh, for this next year, uh, James. Jeez. Yeah, I started with a gum infection. I found out I had a gum infection at the dentist the day before my birthday, which I guess isn't a big deal. But when the hygienist is, like, talking to you, it's like, oh, boy. <gasps> oh, yeah, I see. There's a pocket back there. Because I've been having some issues, like, with uh, my teeth hurting. So when I went in for a for a cleaning, I tell them like oh, I'm having some issues, but I thought I thought my sensitive toothpaste was going to fix it. And when she freaks out, she's like, "Oh boy, I think you got bone loss and you got necrotic tissue." Oh my so god! I'm like freaking out like, <laughs> "Oh my god, you're gonna have to pull my tooth!" But this is what what, what is happening? And so I'm like, "Well, what, what do I do?" She's like, "Oh, well, we'll give you a prescription for a mouthwash. It's no big deal." <laughs> Lady, necrotic tissue, bone loss. It's fixed with a mouthwash? Yeah. Here's some Listerine. That's like when I got my... Yeah, give me a damn heart attack. <laughs> That's like when I got my appendix out, and they were afterwards, they were like, yeah, there was some uh, there was some gangrene on the tip of it, but you're fine now. And I'm like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like, how does gangrene get on there? Like, right. I, I was just like, the lady's just like saying all these words that are terrifying. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you just, just uh, we'll give you a prescription for some mouthwash. Which is exactly what I gal said, like Listerine times a thousand. Right. Well, I, I will say that all of my gangrene is inside of my body where it belongs and will kill me one day. <laughs> well, let's keep it that way. <laughs> think medical professionals that like that has to be kind of a like pick me up in the middle of the day. Because they, they have to know that when they're like, Oh that any normal person goes, What? What? Yeah. What? Oh yeah, yeah. It's like they point at something on your body and go, what is that? Like, you're supposed to know. You went to school for this. <laughs> yeah, you're the medical professional. I am here and paying you my hard-earned money. Yeah. Tell me that. that. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one that should be asking questions. What is that? Right. Like, I went to broadcast school, and I can tell you the proper word to pronounce W. <laughs> <laughs> There's a student loan attached to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I paid money for someone to tell me there's an L in W. W. <laughs> Sometimes I'll do it wrong just on purpose, just, oh. just so I hope that one of my, my uh, somebody that taught me is listening and they're like, damn it, that's yeah. not how I taught you to do that. Yeah, uh, you know what, I just, I'm just i glad that you don't have to say WWW when you do a website address. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> Jesus. That was a bunch. 
So, ah, well, that's uh, that concludes James' medical chart for this week on Nerd <laughs> Nerd Radio. So, uh, so how's yeah, it? In, uh, next week when I get my hemorrhoids looked at. <laughs> oh no, it is turning into old man radio over yep. here. Yep. So I've, how's it? I've got plenty of gloves at home, James. I'll bring them in for next week's show. Oh, good, Doctor L's on the job. You got some cream, and you're you're clearing up the poison ivy. How's it looking? It's not as puffy, but like uh, we discussed earlier, my ten percent of my body. Like, I look like a walking version of Gorbachev's birthmark. Like, that's what I look like. Gorbachev's forehead. If you were to describe me in one thing with my shirt off, you'd say Gorbachev's forehead. Um, <laughs> I still got a few, like, little blisters that are, like, oozing, whatever the uh, the poisonous oil or whatever that uh, causes all the rash. This is how I'm I wanted to start to go away. But I got a steroid shot in the ass yesterday. I'm on some steroids that everybody says is going to make me have mood swings like the Incredible Hulk. So yeah. I'm looking forward to how many controllers and how many household items are going to get broken Oof. over oh, the duration no. of these next six days. It could be but, a uh, rough also, couple of streams. I could give Clayface a run for his money in the Batman universe. I could be Calamine Man. Calamine. And I'm going to take on Clayface. <laughs> or we can join forces and take over Gotham and screw Batman. Right. You guys, get, Literally you- and or figuratively, screw Batman. Well, I was just thinking more... Figuratively. <laughs> is it screw Batman or uh, screw Batman? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, the one that's not doesn't have any sexual implication. Yes, ah, right. Okay. Well, thank you guys as I've always. Seen we already know what he's packing. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys as always for joining us on the uh, Twitch stream on Wednesday afternoons over in the Checkpoint XP Studios uh, as we record the show that will go up on Friday morning. Al, uh, where can people find us outside of the Motor City? Well, in Boston, you'll find us at rock929rocks.com and uh, now for a couple of weeks down in Fort Myers, Florida on 96krock.com. It's only for a couple of weeks. They're giving us a trial run. Oh, no, Is no, just for a couple of weeks uh, at this point up to the now. No, oh, okay. <laughs> we're there as, as long as I don't screw up. Right. I think we'll be on, available on that website, but of course, uh, wrf.com, which you may have already said, right. here in Detroit. They yeah they did that down in uh in was it Tampa you said Fort Myers Fort Myers they're yeah. like look oh boy here we go with the cities <laughs> we finally got him to figure out Boston and now now yeah, I have to remember we're, Fort the Myers train has been derailed we're right Lyottville Ly- right <laughs> you're gonna have every city in Florida known to man except the correct one right and he's gonna come at us with Pepsi Cola soon. Yeah. <laughs> Pensacola. Oh, Pepsi Cola. Pensacola. I, I now I get it. The now joke was it. so bad, I had to explain it. Yep. Now I get it. Thanks for Pepsi-Cola the pity laugh, James. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we thank you no matter where you're listening to the uh, Nerd Radio podcast. And especially, I see TM Leafs already in the chats uh, joining us on the chat in Checkpoint XP Studios as we record live. So let's get to the nerd stuff because that's what I'm assuming what everyone is here for. This weekend would have been San Diego Comic Con. So they did San Diego Comic-Con at home, which was a series of YouTube uh, videos that were essentially panels Mm -hmm. that you would go and attend at San Diego Comic-Con. Now, uh, it wasn't as big a deal. You may be wondering, why didn't I hear anything about San Diego Comic-Con this weekend? Because a lot of the people who would announce major things at San Diego uh, pulled out as soon as they said, well, we're not doing a live convention. Uh, DC Comics and Warner Brothers are doing their own convention in August, which is where they're going to show us the Wonder Woman movie trailer and Suicide Squad 2 and all that stuff. Uh, Marvel and uh, Disney didn't announce anything uh, this weekend, so I would have to assume they're, they're planning to do something else. Uh, but there were a couple of things that went on during the San Diego Comic-Con weekend that uh, I, I took in over YouTube, one of which was a panel for the Bill and Ted movie, 
Mm-hmm. Where they had yep. uh, Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, uh, and and a whole bunch of the other people um, that are going to be part of the movie, including the writer and the uh, director. And they played like the full trailer, and that was super cool. I can't yeah. wait to see that. But the thing that I wanted to bring up is real, that p- real quick before you move on past Bill and Ted, I thought this was interesting. It actually came up on the morning show today. Did you know that originally Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter were cast in the opposite roles? I did not. Yeah, that came up. Uh, Dave did it for one of his knowledge nuggets this morning. Apparently, they were cast in the other role, and they were actually filming the movie and realized, you know what? You'd make a better Bill, and you'd make a better Ted, so they switched while filming the movie. Which is funny, because if you know Bill and Ted, there's not a lot of difference between the two of them. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I was going to say, how can they tell the difference between the two? Unless... One would look more like the mom, and one would look more like the dad. Yeah. Uh, for right. the parents, it's the only yeah. thing I could see the difference be. Now I'm picturing them in the other's clothing, and Alex Winter is significantly shorter than Keanu Reeves, so it looks really silly on him. Right, like he's wearing a belly shirt. Yeah, but since you brought up Bill and Ted, and, and I just found that out today, I thought I'd pass that on. Well, you were you just you sparked a, a memory in my brain. The thing that I took away from that panel is that um, the writer and the director. Uh, used to do improvisation, mm-hmm. and Bill and Ted were characters that they did improv, oh, and then okay. they they wrote the movie and got the thing and whatever like that. They were actually doing the characters in line at a McDonald's before on the first day of a set, and the people they were in line behind, and they were talking about I don't know who they're going to get to be Bill and Ted when you know these are our characters we created them we're so good at them I, yeah. know, like obviously we have to cast actors but I don't know. Who we're going to get? The people in front of them in line were Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. No way! <laughs> Overhearing them talking wow. about, I don't know who's going to do Bill and Ted as good as we do Bill and Ted. No way! <laughs> uh, but the thing I wanted to bring up is on Thursday slash Friday they did a panel for New Mutants, and they had all the actors and they had the director and they uh-huh. showed the first five uh-huh. minutes of the movie. So I've uh-huh. seen the first five minutes of the movie, yeah. and let me tell you, while it'll credits, never be released. No, while the credits were rolling, I was I I had tears. Streaming down my face. I was like, it's happening. It's really happening. Yeah, well. Were the tears because you knew you weren't going to see anything of the movie after those five minutes over those five. ever again? <laughs> no, it was because I was so excited that it was going on. But uh, that was super cool. And all that stuff is actually available on YouTube. I'll try and uh, I'll put an article on our website mm-hmm. for Nerd Radio so you, can, uh, you guys can check that out because that was really cool. They also did a panel about uh, the Constantine movie that Keanu Reeves was in. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the 15 uh, year anniversary of it. 15 years yeah oh since God. that movie came out but they you know talked about that for about a half hour oh and uh my favorite tv show what we do in the shadows they had a panel that was kind of fun that's cool and speaking of what we do in the shadows this week is emmy week where they uh, announced the tv shows that win all the big awards for the year and uh what we do in the shadows is one of the ones taking eight awards or uh, nominated yes nominations for, yeah. for eight awards for, but uh the watchman show yeah uh picks picked up 26 emmy nominations and wow. uh, The Mandalorian has 15. Which is kind of cool that The Mandalorian is up there. It seems like a lot of streaming shows are cleaning up the nominations this year. Yeah, and you tend to wonder, if it, does that does that have anything to do with COVID and the world we live in now? Because I, so I many more streaming shows are... I don't think so, because if you think about it, we're just now kind of getting to the point where I think a lot of shows had finished filming. You know, So it's like uh, the fall schedule is going to suffer. Oh, yeah. But I feel like the last season of television had pretty much been in the can and was able to be released. Right. So I don't necessarily think COVID would have had an uh, impact on the shows nominated for Emmys yet. 
Do you think it would have an impact if they base any of the nominations on like how many hours? Oh, well, that could be right. Or how much has been consumed by viewers? Like, do they take that into consideration in terms of what does the panel think right. is deserving of these Emmys, or is it all based strictly on like the production and the writing and mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff? That is an interesting uh, point there, James. Because like, if it, if it is based on that, I think a lot of people have that uh, that binging mindset these days. Even stuff that's on currently. Right. Like I could get AMC and watch Better Call Saul week to week, or just wait till it shows up on Netflix and watch it in one go. I know sure. there's definitely people like that. Um, that leads yeah. to a, an interesting thing. Do you think shows that, while they're coming out, don't get Emmy nominations may in the future get them because suddenly people are discovering it? I don't know if they'd qualify or not. If they'd like, hey, Breaking Breaking Bad is like seven or eight years old, but a bunch of people watched it this year and <laughs> found out that man. Well, you know what? I feel like it, they don't qualify, but at the same time, we're seeing Jurassic Park was a number one movie in theaters again. That's true. Uh, Empire Strikes Back was number yeah, one in yeah. theaters again, so you never know. Yeah, I don't know if we've had this conversation uh, because I've had it with a couple of different people, but I feel like because because we're all we've all been quarantined and you know we're all social distancing and everything like that. Even here in the studios, Al Beck is six feet away from me. That's right. Just to make sure, I came over there to make sure the computer. That's was because set up. I didn't shower today, though. Oh well, I was gonna say I came over there to make sure the computer was set up, and you backed away like I was holding a knife or something. <laughs> <laughs> that was more. I didn't want to be over your shoulder, ah. and I brought my laptop up here to continue work while you and James worked out our situation. Sure. But do you think we're going to hit a point, especially with Hollywood, where um, you know we've we've got movies and and television shows, well, specifically movies that are being held over for you know an entire year mm-hmm. in some yeah. cases? Uh, do you think we're going to hit a point where there's just no new movies because they haven't had they haven't been able to film anything? <sighs> I mean, we've already gone through a drought because the theaters were closed. Yeah. So I think some of the movies that were in the can are going to get released, of course, but maybe they'll trickle them out. Right. You know, whereas you may have gotten a huge list every weekend. Sure. You may only get like a movie or two, and studios will probably spread out their titles. A little bit how they did the comics over uh, yeah. The, yeah. the summer here, where the first couple of weeks there were only a couple of titles, but now we're kind of getting back to, you know, 10 or 20 books a week. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I didn't, I, it's something I've thought of a couple of times. It's like, man, I'm waiting for this movie and this movie and this movie, and, and then nothing. Because they haven't filmed anything. Well, you got five minutes of New Mutants, so you can stop your bitching. I did, and it was <laughs> glorious. It was glorious. Let me let me uh, confirm with you that I did not go back and watch that five minutes more than once. <laughs> I saw it the one time, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to. I don't want to see anymore. I don't want to ruin it anymore. Yeah, but well, man, that was great. Yeah, well, that's at the time of recording this podcast. By the time it drops on Friday morning, you'll have seen it seven I'll just, times. I'll have watched it a couple more times. You're probably right because now you've put that in my head. <laughs> Those overnights can get boring sometimes. Oh, I guess it's nights now. Yeah, right. <laughs> nights can get boring here. Well, uh, while we're talking about TV shows, before we move on to more stuff on Nerd Radio, I actually binge watch a show, which is weird for me. Okay. Because I'll typically like to watch one or two episodes and then kind of you know ration it out over a week or two. But uh, this past weekend, uh, I sat down with Amy, and I think I told you about it when I saw the first episode. There's a show on Amazon Prime called Upload. It stars uh, Stephen Amell's little brother. I believe his name's Robbie Amell. Okay. And uh, it takes place. It's it's uh, put together by Greg Daniels, who's done a bunch oh, of The Office. He he Americanized The Office. Yeah. He was involved in King of the Hill. Right. Done a um, bunch of sitcoms. I think he was involved in Parks and Rec. I mean, that guy's a huge name. Yeah. Uh, wow. But it, the guy's bigger than everything. 
It's uh, it it's about uh, Robbie Amell plays a a tech startup guy who dies. It's supposed to take place a little bit in the future, so mm-hmm. it's like a sitcom and Black Mirror put together. Yeah. So he he's in uh, he gets uh, killed in an automated car crash, and is uploaded to this server where people when they die or when they're on death's door, you can upload your loved ones to the server that's almost like a retirement home that has everything digitally that you could ever want. And uh, you can go and visit them or their consciousness via computers and, mm. and VR suits and stuff like that. And uh, it's it's a lot of it's a real fun show yeah. uh, because it's supposed to be sitcom. But when you get near the end of the show, it gets real dark. I will say I think that's a very interesting concept. I do remember you mentioning this before. But I will say, if this was reality, and no offense, James, I do not want to be uploaded to James' computer because that one's bound to crash. <laughs> that is the luck that James has with computers. Yeah. If, if we get in, put into James's computer, we're going to be stuck buffering for the rest of eternity. Right. TM leaves in the chat yeah, said it's, it's stuck his cousin. In computer purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, TM Leaf says it's Robbie Amell's, uh, James Amell's cousin. So oh, gotcha. thank you very much. Thanks for gotcha, the correction. Gotcha. I, I appreciate you guys doing the production work for me. And Stephen Amell, of course, uh, is the arrow. Yes. Plays, uh, yeah, Oliver Queen in the arrow. Right. But uh, no, it's, I mean, it starts off really funny because there's, there are glitches. The AI is all the same actor. Mm-hmm. So you see, you see the same like ginger actor in different roles throughout the show. Um, there's a, there's a particular episode where there's a kid that uh is perpetually 11 years old in the in the because he had, he had died at that particular oh, sure, age yeah. and his parents don't want to imagine him growing up so like he'll he'll call his his mom and find out that his brother is like going to prom because it's been 8 or 9 years since he's been there and he's like his consciousness is is continued to mature but his body will always be 11 years old interesting and there's also this weird thing like he gets uploaded to this place by his girlfriend who's kind of clingy and not a great person. And she's in control of like she has to put money in for him to be able to afford things in the in the in the upload. Yeah. And he also has a tech support girl who's actually who he actually falls in love with. And that's kind of the the office style love story that you see throughout the show. But there's these little black mirror like things that like you don't think of anything at first. But then seven or eight episodes and you're like. Oh Jesus, that's awful! <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, you know, what if you didn't want to be uploaded, but your family was like, "No, I don't want to live without them." Like you're stuck. You're yeah. now their property. You're not their loved one anymore. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! So, but it is a fun show. And, ah, too uh, much spam in here. Yeah, there's that. There's absolutely that. There is an episode two where one of the servers go down and they go from <laughs> looking like the actors to looking like the uh, what's the money for nothing video with the little oh, square yeah, headed yeah, guys. Yeah. 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 It's fun. It's a good show. I recommend it. Stop and- going to porn sites. There's too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll come back with some more nerd radio. I got a whole bunch of comic book stuff. or I'm sorry, a whole bunch of video game news for you guys. Some uh, some good news for you, Al, as far as the Final Fantasy VII remake goes. And some Ryan Reynolds nudes. 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 <laughs> Ryan. Boy, James, Ryan you picked Reynolds the wrong nudes. day oh to God, stay home. Ryan Reynolds nudes, but I can't show him on the uh, Twitch stream. Yep. But I said it, Ryan so. Reynolds nudes day. <laughs> Poor James. <laughs> it's like a national holiday. All right, we're coming back. The name's Nukem. Duke Nukem. You know I've got balls of steel. I wouldn't be saying that unless I was here on Nerd Radio because they've got balls of steel too. Hail to the Nerd Radio, baby. 
All right, welcome back to more Nerd Radio on the podcast page at WRAF.com. Also in Boston, Rock929Rocks.com and Fort Myers, 96krock.com. You're not even going to let me throw out a, a, a Fort Myers. No, you there. blew You're it. Like, you blew it already. <laughs> you blew time. it. And you can find us on Checkpoint XP's Twitch channel on Wednesday afternoons. Where's that, James? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. James joining us uh, via the internet, but myself and Al back in the studio on Checkpoint XP's uh, Twitch stream Wednesday afternoon. Of course, this episode going up on Friday morning. Guys, let's talk about some video games. While San Diego Comic-Con didn't have any real big announcements, I found a whole bunch of video game news this past week. Uh, One story that uh, I'll just start things off with because we talked about it a couple weeks ago. You remember uh, Red Dead Online? Hasn't had a uh, update yeah. in forever and yeah, ever and, they had and the, ever. The clown uh, protest. As this, uh, as as of this recording, they finally got their update. So apparently, the clown oh, protest wow. worked. As of uh, July twenty eighth, their next big update came out with a whole bunch of new stuff in there. I'm almost disappointed in Rockstar. You know, like, they're letting the clown protest work. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. First of all, the clown protest did not work because. They didn't turn around and update that quickly. Like, it was already in the works. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, it was already coming, but it's like, if I feel like if I was running the show at Rockstar, back, like, you know what? We're going to make them wait a little bit longer because this is stupid. I swear I and they're still going. using the server. <laughs> if you guys are going to be babies about it, then we're I just going to hold on to it until, I don't know, September. Also, Square Enix saying over the weekend, somebody officially for Square Enix saying that they are currently in full development for the next part of the Final Fantasy VII remake. They want to get it out as soon as possible. There's a next part. There is a, there's going to be a part two to the Final Fantasy VII remake, and uh, they, they want to get it out as quickly as they can. I didn't realize that. So it, it doesn't cover the full story from the original? No. Oh, I didn't know that. No, this first one only covers... Because I played it for 15 minutes and stopped. Right. This, but this part only covers like the, the Midgar part, the city part. That's it? That's it. Holy crap. Yep. So there's a lot of game because that's only the first, I don't know, like 10 to 20 hours of the original. Yeah. Wow. So I, even I played past the Midgard part when I played Final Fantasy VII. Yep. And I didn't play it all that much. So people have already completed the uh, the newly released, uh, remastered one or whatever, and now they've only got that far. There's a lot of games left to play. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, I didn't know. I'm glad you told me, though, because I would have gone back and played it and been like, I'm still in Midgard. Like, right. I don't have time for this. I've been doing this for about 20 hours. Uh, when I, am I out of Midgar? I remember going to a movie premiere for the uh, the the Hobbit movies. Sure. And uh, I went to the first one, and I didn't know that was going to be split up into three films. I thought I assumed the Hobbit is the shortest book of the four. It's going to be one movie, but no. Right. It's and I'm sitting there, and I was doing Midnight's at the time, and it was a Tuesday night. And I keep looking at the clock because I'm like, holy crap, I got to get out of here. I got to go be on the air. And uh, and they haven't even gotten this far. And Ken was sitting next to me. He's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to have to leave. He's like, the movie's got like 10 minutes left. I'm like, how? I know it doesn't end like this. <laughs> Dude, idiot. It's three movies. This is just the first one. I, lo- I love that you were sitting there thinking, this must be like a six-hour movie. I don't have this kind of time. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what's of- crazy? I had the same exact experience. Really? I was watching it, yes, and I'm like, this doesn't seem like it, uh, an actual plot point to end a movie on. Yeah. Like, you know, they did have the sequences or whatever that led to the end of that first one. Um, okay, it makes sense. But then all of a sudden, like, it, it struck me when the credits started rolling. This is another trilogy. My God. Yeah. Why? 
<laughs> well, like I had read the book. Like I, I haven't read many, but I read The Hobbit, you know, and uh, I knew it wasn't the end of the story. That's why I was like, holy crap, like we haven't barely even scratched the surface. We're only a third of the way through the story. Right. As, as it turns out, I was correct about that. There's a there's an absolute there's absolutely a reason for that. Well, other good news I've got for you. Rocket League is going free to play uh, starting at the end of this summer. They're getting an update later this summer where you can uh, play the game without having to pay the 20 or 30 dollars to get get the whole thing. Uh, and it's and it's leaving Steam as well and moving to Epic Games, hmm. the uh, Epic Games thing. So you'll be able to. I'm not sure. I would imagine if it's going free to play on the PC, then it's probably going to be free to play on the PlayStation and the Switch and all that stuff. Probably. I've got yeah, it. It'll be free to play on all platforms. From yeah. What I understand. Yeah, and I've got that um, PlayStation Now. They're basically yeah. their Netflix version, whatever. And that's one of the games I play with my nephew all the time. Right. And that's I have a lot of fun, but he he and I just play one on one. I cannot. I'm terrible at that game. I can't go online with it. Yeah, but like if, if you went online with it, then you could you could. I'm not going online with it, Chuck. Drop it. You could benefit from him being so good. <laughs> no. Or you could trash talk no, him about I'm like. I'm just gonna boost everyone else's stats. <laughs> That's why they call me the just, booster. Just stand in front of the net and play goalie, Al. Yeah. Let your, uh, let your nephew. Uh, let him do all the work. Shot. Right. You play online. Can I give you a Rocket League tip? What do you got? I, I don't know if you figured this out, but if you uh, hit your, not. if you hit your booster and you run into somebody at full speed, you'll you'll make them explode. Yes, that I knew. Yeah. So when I'm losing, I typically will stop trying to get the ball in the net and just try and make as many people explode as possible. Yeah, because I'm. A I could see that now. I could see that if you're playing with other people, but when it's one on one with my nephew, yeah. Well, then it, you it know, doesn't it's, work. Quite it's as only hard. me to go get the ball and score, but you know, <laughs> I could have more fun doing that. I guess. Right. So yeah, some, something to think. But see, you could you could do the online thing. Yeah, shut fine. up. <laughs> well, there's a game that's on the PC, the Switch, the Xbox One. Uh, I believe it's on the PlayStation Four that uh, just came out this last week called Carrion. Mm-hmm. And in this game, it's kind of a side-scrolling game, but you play a monster. You play like uh, like in uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. You're okay. this like uh, this this blob of a monster that you have to jump on soldiers and scientists and and consume them. And uh, the reason I bring it up is because on the Switch, you've got a, a line of icons that you can click on for your different, your different games. And an a article over on Kotaku revealed that the icon right now for Carrion uh, looks like a butthole. <laughs> can you can you see I'm this the game. Uh, yeah i can see it does look like it yeah so i'm putting it up on the stream now so all our, our listeners can see yeah it, it looks kind of like a. You know, it, uh it looks oh man yeah yeah what a dirty bunghole <laughs> wow it's like a cross between like a blood vessel and a butthole is what it looks like kind of yeah they said it looked like a vagina but i think it looks a bit more like a like a monster vagina but i think it looks more like a butthole yeah well if that is a vagina needs to go get tested because yeah. it's got too many bumps on it. Are you kidding? You saw it. Even as a butthole, it probably needs to be. <laughs> That's true. It's a a bumpy... medical professional needs to check that That's out. one bumpy beehole. <laughs> but as soon as I saw the story, I was like, well, I got to tell James about this. He just got a switch. <laughs> yeah. He... And if I answer, you know, I might be answering come home. What are you playing? Oh, the butthole game. The, the butthole yeah, game. Yeah. The monster butthole game, obviously. Yeah. Once again, another well, missed opportunity for James because he would have made a much better butthole game. <laughs> Probably. Like I, said, like I said, man, I just got to find somebody who can develop a game, man. Right. Let's talk. <laughs> I don't got 50 Gs to drop on a game, but 
I can come up with some pretty wild stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you guys got a new, uh, what, the Dave and Chuck Arcade. Yeah. You guys got a new whole, whole yeah. bunch of new games. Free to, free to download. People can go to the uh, radio station website for more details. But it's, yeah, in the uh, App Store, yeah, Google Play. com. Yep. Six different games, all free to play. And there's actually contests right now going on uh, for people on the leaderboard can win uh, some Dave and Chuck Freak prize packs. Yep. And there's other opportunities to win some prizes there, too. Yep, and there's definitely a butt-related game on that one, too. I was about to say, like, <laughs> how many of these games did did James pitch? Is like, how about this game? Yeah, and for people who did have the older version of the Dave and Chuck the Freak game, right. there is some similar stuff from the old game, but there is also new content as well. So yeah. uh, it's free to download. It's not like you got to pay money again, so just you know, go ahead and check it out. And it's awesome that you, you get everything all together. Mm. You don't have to have separate apps for all these games. Have you played it much, James? Uh, just been playing a lot of butt blast and Dave's sex bed. Um, but <laughs> the so hard amazing because the highest score I can get on butt blast is seven, and then Dave's sex bed. I'm trying to unlock my own character and I can't do it because I keep getting screwed right at the uh, 200 uh, battery mark of busting open the the vibrators yeah. and things. <laughs> well, you hear you heard it here first that the 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 most James can handle in the butt blast is seven. That's it. Yep, seven butt blast. That's it. <laughs> I gotta tap out. <laughs> were uh, were either you guys big in Jet Set Radio? Was a game on the Dreamcast? No, and I believe in the PlayStation Two. I don't think I ever even played no. a Dreamcast. To be hundred percent honest with you, no, no, I wanted one, but I never even played it. Yeah. Well, uh, it's not Jet Set Radio. Wasn't there a game like that that came out on the Xbox Three Sixty? Um, I think like, yeah, like I think Sunset Radio or Sunset Overdrive or something. Sun, yeah, Sunset Overdrive was a different game, but uh, Jet Set Radio was kind of this uh, cell shaded game where you played these uh, characters on roller skates and you had to use make graffiti on different parts of the board and then trick off. So it was like Tony Hawk with graffiti. Mm, okay, but there's a company uh, called Team Reptile who's putting out a game called Bomb Rush Cyberfunk for the PC next year. And uh, it is essentially Jet Set Radio without the license, because Jet Set Radio was a Sega license. And they even got the composer for the original Jet Set Radio that did all the uh, music to be a part of this. So if you're a Jet Set oh, Radio wow. fan, that's some, that's some pretty awesome news. I had forgotten the Tony Hawk game is like the first week of September. Oh, is it? We are like four or five weeks away from the new Tony Hawk remake. That's crazy that's coming up. So this, again, just to add to the list of things that's so weird about 2020 is... Time both stops completely and speeds by at the exact right. same moment. Yeah. Like, each day feels like at least four, but then you look back and you're like, holy crap, we're towards the end of July already? Yeah. Is there anything in your life that you're looking forward to? Well, the end of this podcast, for starters. All right. <laughs> That's in the immediate future. No, because, I mean, you guys, you know, we've been joking about the new yeah. Mutants movie and Bill and Ted, and now I've got a, a Tony Hawk game to look forward to. Is there, is there anything uh, you guys can think of that you're like, man, I hope I get to see this or I hope I get to play this? God, um, hmm. the way Not the way really. things are going, uh, just just tomorrow in general would yes. be great to get to tomorrow. I would just like to be able to go to a restaurant and have dinner and not have to worry about getting sick. Well, yeah, yeah, that is definitely That's- something. I, I yeah. person personally, the restaurant thing is one thing that I miss, but personally, I miss like just walking around a mall. Which you can do now, but it's not. Eh. Yeah, there's a there's there's the worry. The worry is always going to be there. So eh. that's a that's a down note. I yeah. guess that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to Death Watch yet. No, no. 
Uh, here's some stuff. So I got some more gaming news for you guys. There's an article on Vice.com about a collector's journey to gather 380 copies of the original Super Mario Brothers. Hmm. There's a dude uh, that is just trying to... Uh, uh, he's apparently got 342 copies. It's all the same Super Mario Brothers cartridge, and he's trying to get three... I don't know why 380 is the magic number. The same cartridge. Uh, collecting things since the 90s, like old computers, VHS tapes. Oh, man, if he's cl- just collecting Super Mario Brothers, he's got to have a basement full of VHS tapes. Oh, no. Useless. Sounds like a, a, the next contestant on Am I a Hoarder? Yeah. <laughs> the answer is always yes. I'll bet you anything. This creep's got some of uh, those VH te- uh, VHS tapes of probably like scrambled porn. Oh, he has oh, to. Yeah. yeah, I don't see in the article other than the fact that he's got like a uh, yeah he he has a picture of a, a like bookshelf. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got a picture of a bookshelf here, and the bottom shelf is empty. So I think that's why three eighty is the magic number. He just wants to fill the bookshelf with Super Mario's. That would make sense to me because I could I wouldn't do this collection but I could see myself thinking the same way oh uh, yeah he's a completionist like Al Beck yeah the set will not be complete without 380 right <laughs> so I won't so. stop until my arteries are completely clogged bring me another pizza <laughs> more butter <laughs> did you say Arby's yeah. <laughs> they've got the meats said uh, in the article the most he's paid for a single game is $625 for a copy of a oh game called God. Little Samson that was on the NES. Okay. I wonder if he's going to do some kind of like jackass style stunt with him when he's got the whole thing filled. Like maybe take a take a video on the because you know I said a couple of weeks ago like I remember when you get a copy of Super Mario Bros for a dollar. Right. At Funko Land. Like once oh, you've got Funko Land. Once you got 380 of them then you just uh I don't know set the whole thing on fire. Right. <laughs> Take a video of it, stick it on your Instagram. Oh my god, what have I done? What you gotta do is you gotta put them in a giant question mark box and blow it up with dynamite. Ah, see that's a great idea. Perfect. He does have a picture on his Instagram where he took a bunch of them and like made a Mario from the original Super Mario Brothers. Like yeah. the shape of a Mario. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's kind of cool. Huh. Alright, so there's a game right now called Super Hot. I believe it's a VR game. Yes, it is. My uh my nephew likes that one. Okay, yeah. Super hot mind control delete. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but the the ending of the game requires you to leave the game on for about two hours to see the end. Like the way the game ends is like a, like a computer crashing, uh-huh. and then it has like the uh, this DOS screen comes up, and it has to recover, and it takes it uh, roughly, uh, if I remember correctly, about two hours to to recover the game. And apparently, when the game first came out, it was longer. They've patched it down to about uh, 120 minutes. What? Because of how the game works, because you're supposed to be in a VR, you're supposed to be in a yeah. computer of some sort. Yeah. Uh, they they made the ending of the game this computer crashing, and then this DOS screen pops up and says it has to recover. But why? Uh, well, according to the people that made the game, they said they did it initially so that uh, you could leave it running overnight and have a fresh mind to see the results in the morning. You wouldn't be coming down off the adrenaline high of playing this VR shooting game. So you could walk away, and it's not like you got to sit there, and if two hours goes by, you miss it? I don't believe so, no. Okay. Let me, let me, let me read the article a little bit here more. This Live. just shows how out of touch with the real world these video game developers are. That is the <laughs> single dumbest thing I've ever heard. You know who's never going to see the end of that game? Me. Why? Because you expect me to be able to play a game at night, go to bed, and have time just in the morning? 
get back to it and see how it ends? Get real, man. That's how real life works. Even if you're in a computer VR, I'll never see the ending of that game. I know yeah. I'm so upset about it. It could be the steroids I'm on. <laughs> so they said the, uh, according to this article, the quote was, the arbitrary amount they shipped with was eight hours. Oh, my God. They wanted you to sleep on the game after you'd finished it and then wake up in the morning and see the, the ending after, after having, you know, to, to think about the game you played and then see the ending. But uh, they've, they've knocked it down to two hours. They said when they, when they were developing it, they started with 24 hours. They were like, okay, you finish the game, and then you come back a day later and check it out. I don't like that. That's stupid. <laughs> That's supposed to be, it's supposed to be so meta or right. something. You know what I mean? Like, hey, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it, is a, it is a neat oh, game, dude, though. And you wait for an hour and 59 minutes, and then you, like, you lose power. You have a brownout. Right. Oh, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. It is a neat game, though, because it's a, it's a VR game, but it's like a first-person shooter. Yeah, it is. And nothing moves until you do. Yeah. So like when people fire bullets at you, you the bullets doesn't, don't actually come at you until you move, so you can easily move out of the way of them. But also your bullets don't move until, right. you, until you move. Yeah, I don't know if it's the exact same game or a different, like, I don't know if there's more than one super hot, but my nephew loves that game, and I've watched him play it, and it's pretty cool. Like, you, you basically got people coming at you, yeah, and then you, you can shoot them or throw bottles at them or whatever. Some of them you can even punch, and then it, but if they get to you or shoot you, obviously you lose. Right. It looked like a lot of fun. I just I have not actually tried it, even though I do own it. I have that on my PlayStation, <laughs> but I guess I, I won't be seeing the end. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> Even if you get neither, there, neither will I. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break. I've got a couple more, a uh, couple more stories before we wrap up this week's nerd radio. So, in the meantime, uh, here's this. <laughs> Insert production here. You're talking turtle, and you're a human nerd. Now get it. We're back with more nerd radio. Run for your life. Hey man, look at me rocking. All right, we're back with more Nerd Radio and the promised Ryan Reynolds news. <laughs> no nudes? That's just news. Uh, well, we you're safe, James. We <laughs> want the nudes. We want the nudes. Okay, I want the nudes. <laughs> I'm going to see the nudes. Show me the nudes. Uh, it's James Albeck and Chuck Bean joining you for another week in Nerd Radio. Make sure you're following us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Nerd Radio 101. And there is on Facebook a Nerd Radio unofficial fan page. So do a search out for that, and uh, we can invite you to that where we share some mm. uh, some memes and some fun stuff it's technically unofficial but i guess we know it's there and we're okay with it so it could be official it could be you but know. it was uh, it was started by my uh the co-host of one of my other podcasts mr shawnee constant and he's yeah. like I just, I'll just put this up for people who like nerd radio cool and there we go so we're talking about ryan reynolds here he recently uh over the weekend actually over the san diego comic-con weekend put up a video that was um Supposed to be the Unsolved Mysteries intro, but it had a whole bunch of stuff from the Deadpool 1 movie. and mm. said the reason the next Deadpool film is taking so long is they're still trying to figure out who leaked the original Deadpool movie. And that's funny because Ryan Reynolds right. is the one who leaked the yeah. original Deadpool movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, uh, Hugh Jackman, we were talking about the Emmys, was nominated for an Emmy for uh, his work on HBO's Bad Education. And uh, he was asked on E! how it felt to be nominated and if any of his friends and family had, uh, had, had you know, sent him messages. And he said he'd talked to a lot of people but hadn't heard from his good friend Ryan Reynolds yet. 
whether or not, uh, you know, oh. congratulations or anything like that. And then pulled up his phone and said, oh, what, no, you know, I do have some messages from Blake Lively, Ryan's, uh, Ryan's <laughs> wife here. Uh, Blake, and they were nude photos of Ryan? They were not. Oh. No, he said oh. she texted him to say that Ryan was devastated and he says he's not getting out of bed for three days. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh. And then uh, and then said, Blake, this is the greatest give, gift that you've ever given me. You know, so. I've always wanted to hate Ryan Reynolds because he's just he's he's handsome, you know. <laughs> but damn it, he's like the, the man's funny and he seems cool as hell. Yeah, yeah I agree. I'm with you. I want to hate him, but he can't. He's just he's just a lovable guy. Yeah, I think he had a couple of movie roles that weren't so great either. It made it a little bit easier to hate him. But then he like he did a few he did a few rom coms. Oh, you mean like maybe Green Lantern? <laughs> I, again, I oh, made the minor. Rom com? I thought that was a superhero uh, action. <laughs> it was a rom com for me because I saw Green Lantern come to life, <laughs> and it was dreamy Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> also, did you guys see that they're bringing G four back? I did see something about the that. Uh, the television video yeah. game uh, channel and uh, the, the the news. The big news to me, at least, about them bringing G four back is that um, uh, Xavier Woods of uh, WWE, the mm-hmm. new day. Uh, yeah. He wants to be on G4. He's got a online uh, campaign he's running. To, uh, to Interesting. Awesome. I hope he gets it. He, if there's anybody in the world that I think should be some sort of a host of some sort of piece of content on the new G4, right. it is definitely Xavier Woods. He's so dedicated to games. He loves it. Like That's almost ingrained to him more than like professional wrestling is. And yeah. uh, if he gets something on there, I can tell you right now, I would definitely turn in to watch it just to combine my fandom of gaming and video games as well as wrestling. Uh, it, to me, it's the ultimate package if he's got some sort of a, a feature there with the new G4 network. It would be really cool if he could take what he does on YouTube with Up, Up, Down, Down and just move it to G4. Cause he has yeah, so, exactly. Because he does so many. It's it, like Part of the fun of that show is him talking to other wrestlers and finding out about other wrestlers that are super into gaming, finding out like Kofi Kingston is a awful loser and an awful winner. <laughs> Just a yeah. <laughs> terrible, terrible trash talker. And uh, yeah, even Olivia Munn has uh, has uh, tweeted out that uh, she's willing to be his campaign manager as he put out a video with a hashtag Creed4G4. Mm. So uh, if you if you want to help out Xavier Woods, whose real name is Austin Creed, then uh, hashtag Creed, the letter or the letter, the number four G, the letter G and then the number four Creed for G4. Get in on it. All right. I got one more thing to share with you guys that uh, this is actually a conversation I had with Amy last last night and uh, midway through the conversation, I was like, you know what? I I have to bring this up. I have to talk to James and Al specifically about this. All right. Uh, She shared this meme with me where um, in the picture, there's a there's a woman and she says something and then the guy turns around and makes his face like, why would you say that? Sure. Um, and the thing that she says in this meme is that Wolverine and Deadpool can't be circumcised because of their regeneration abilities. Interesting. I never considered that before. Yeah. But wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Because wouldn't Wolverine, would, does he always have the healing ability before? Because I'm trying to think. I thought he got some of his stuff during the experiments, like the Weapon X experiments. He got his. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because this is this led to a conversation that, <laughs> that I had with Amy. I, was thinking, I think if Wolverine was circumcised at birth, if he didn't have those powers. He's still going to be circumcised. He well, no, he already always had the healing factor. Correct. Yeah. Wolverine got the metal uh, skeleton through the uh, yeah. through the okay. experiments. So but that's all that was trans. 
transmitted then. So yeah. he's always had he was, the ability to regenerate. His, his mutant ability to regenerate has always been a part of him. Much like the claws they discovered in the comics have right. always been, you know, they were bone before they were metal. Um, okay. However, however, Deadpool was subject to experimentation, no matter where you bring bringing it from. Later, later in life. So yeah, that was uh, that was the first thing I thought is that well, technically they're they're mutants. So uh, and mutants typically manifest in their teens. So if you circumcise them when they're younger, then then yeah, you you, you they would have been circumcised. However. Going back to the regeneration properties, uh, I'm sure both Wolverine and Deadpool have taken significant damage to the junk. Right. So when that thing regenerates, I, I don't think it regenerates circumcised. I don't I'm know. With you. I And you know what? Look at all the scars all over Deadpool's body. Those don't clear up. Right. So maybe whatever he came to the party with stays the way it was. Now, the next question is... If he wasn't circumcised, yeah, could an antimantium claw circumcise him for good? Uh, uh probably not. <laughs> I'm sure Wolverine would love to try. But I was very proud of Amy because she sent me that thing, and I was like, "That's so wrong." And then she texted me and said she thought maybe I was going to say they probably revert back to their adult forms if they got circumcised as a child, so they would probably be fine as their mutant adult selves. And I was like. I'm proud of you for knowing that much about Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Interesting. It, it led to a, an entire uh, an entire conversation, which ended with her saying, you know, that's the kind of thing that Deadpool would probably do, right? Like Deadpool would think of this and be like, Wolverine, let's stab each other in the nuts and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll, cut, gentleman's duel. I'll cut your wiener off and you cut mine off and then let's see. Oh, well, that's... So if Ryan Reynolds is listening to this specific episode... That's something that uh, you, you can include in Deadpool 3. It's going to make for a weird director's cut. <laughs> I think Ryan Reynolds, if he's listening to this episode, he needs to call us and let us know his take on this situation. <laughs> Is true. Deadpool circumcised? Yes. We got to know. Yeah, and, and uh, James wants pictures. I want photographic <laughs> he evidence. Does. He does. Okay, That's you're not true. blowing any smoke up my ass. I want to see the truth with my own two eyes. You can, James. You can confirm too. You're not going to just share those pictures with TMZ or anything. Those are just those are for you. I'm not sharing those pictures with anybody. No. Right. And but if Ryan Reynolds denies us, we'll get a hold of Hugh Jackman. <laughs> you think Hugh Jackman has those pictures? I think he does. <laughs> Maybe I can just buy the pictures off Hugh Jackman. I wonder what the cost would be. <laughs> <laughs> just tell Hugh money is money is no object, Hugh. What do I need to pay you? All right. Well, that's uh, that's all I've got as far as our news stories for Nerd Radio. Thank you, James, for joining us over the phone. I hope that your uh, I hope that your poison ivy clears up and we can see you in person next week. Yeah, I'm hoping to be back by next week too. I'm on the mend. You know, I'm healing up. I'm bursting blisters and drying them up with calamine lotion and. Washing with Dawn soap, like those little duckies you see in all those uh, oil spill commercials. Right. So uh, hopefully you'll be back normal soon. Yeah, and I'm, I appreciate you not coming in and possibly uh, giving us poison ivy as well. Would you t- yeah, I'd be like, come on, guys. <laughs> Want a bump forearm? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is usually a nerd radio group hug, so. Uh, yeah, at our, yeah. Post, our post-show hug. So yeah. thank goodness uh, we don't have to worry about getting poison ivy from that. And now you're not here to stop me from grabbing Al's butt when we do that. Ah! 
Oh, I would never stop you anyways. Feel free to grab his butt. Oh, well, I always just, I didn't, I didn't do it because, you know, I just, I, I didn't want you to get jealous. So I was just grabbing your butt oh, I, during, during the hug. Oh, now, I'm, now I know how to feel about that. <laughs> I guess I appreciate you for protecting my, my jealousy. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks once again to everybody joining us on Twitch. And thank you uh, for downloading the podcast. Make sure you rate and review us wherever you get in your podcast. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your family that uh, you enjoy some nerd radio. And hopefully they can, too. And we will talk to you guys next week for some right. nerd and radio. Send us Ryan Reynolds. Send us Ryan Reynolds. Specifically, not in a box, not like that movie. What was that movie he was in where he was in the coffin? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. I, I remember watching it. Well, now he's not going to show up because we can't remember his goddamn movie. Way to go, Chuck. You blew it. Damn it. Cut that part out of the podcast, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. That's not. That's, that goes to the cutting room floor. Yeah. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're a nerd. The future's stupid, guys. I'm sorry, but it is. I have spoken. I would like to say for the record that I remembered to start the recording and all today. Like I've been doing yeah. all by myself. I did the SD card. <laughs> so like proud. Sound like a little kid. I did it all, I by, did myself. It all by myself. I did it by myself. <laughs> I don't see it. Alan party in the big boy poo-poo toilet. <laughs> Did it all by himself. Oh, I am getting close to needing a potty break, so let's do this. Okay, okay. <laughs>